Farewell and adieu, everybody. The beaches are closed for the 4th of July, and Mars on Life is back. I'm Ryan Mancini. I'm going to be your host, as always, for this special occasion, and joined with me, as always, Sebastian Shug. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty bummed about that, but uh, there's a virus, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's, you know, we, we've been talking for weeks about coronavirus and things were not going to improve and opening the beaches was a bad idea and it, it happened and so now uh quarantine rebegins um but this episode's not going to be about coronavirus or quarantine uh we have a special guest with us special guest please introduce yourself Hey, my name is Amanda Sinks. Um, I'm a filmmaker student, live here in SCV my whole life. Happy to be on the show. Thank you guys for having me. You got it. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, I guess kind of a brief little bit of uh, background on kind of where we sort of found you. Uh, there was a recent protest regarding a city, uh, Santa Clarita city councilman, Bob Keller, and this was a uh, a protest kind of generated towards him and uh, and I filled Sebastian on this before recording about the uh, the anti-immigrant protest where he said he said uh, ten years ago that he was a proud racist. Yep. And this time around it was the polar opposite where we had city council candidates saying, "No, I'm a proud anti-racist." It would have been so much easier just to say, hey, I rescind my statement. I am no longer racist. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like now it just created even more of a dialogue. And it's like, anyway, please fill us in. Well, I guess, Amanda, kind of tell us a little bit about kind of what kind of your story in regards to, to that day. Oh, yeah, that was um, it's just crazy because, like, I remember I first came across the Bob Keller um, video. Uh, when back, remember when we had that Thursday protest that the city fe- freaked out about? Yes, that was the one that's it, supposed to have like 800 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fake one. Uh, Friday after, it was funny because like a week before that, I was planning a protest with my friend on Friday. And um, they, uh, it was just crazy that we started hearing what was going on on Thursday. And I was like, does, and I know some of the people that have been like organizing the protest. So I was like, hey, did you guys do this? Did what group is organizing this? And I couldn't get anyone to like own up to it. So I was mm-hmm. like, dude, what the, f- like, whose is this? What is going on? Like the city's blowing this all out of proportion. We can't even figure out like what's happening. And um, so Friday's protest, we were organizing that. And we, we made that protest be a march to city hall and like to speak out in, in front of city hall and like demand what changes we want and like what we want the city to do. And during that week while I was planning it, I actually came across a Bob Keller video of him saying he's a proud racist. He was also quoting um, Teddy Roosevelt, I believe, and he didn't even do the whole quote. And like that wasn't the like whole message of the quote. He just like took a line from it and said one flag, one language. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw that li- that whole video and I was like, dude, what is this? Our city council member? <laughs> like, how is he still like this is 2010? How is he still? on the city council about to retire, retire. like what is going to happen? So I like discovered that and I made a speech that I was going to give at the, the protest. I also like, you know, left it open for, you know, people of color to talk about it, like their experiences and stuff like that. So we had like a little bit of an organized protest going on and 
Mm -hmm. I just like could not believe that that happened. And I was like, where was I when this happened like 10 years ago? I was so like thoroughly shocked. And then, um, so then we've been, you know, everyone's been calling into the city council meetings and demanding change and they want Bob, Bob Keller to like one apologize and then resign. That's what everyone wants right now. And mm -hmm. I agree. I don't think he should get the luxury of retiring. He should be put out of office like that should be how he ended his career because as soon as he said I'm a proud race like I don't care if it was a mistake as soon as someone says I'm a proud racist they should not be holding any power over any government ever again because yeah. that's just not you don't do that you don't say things like that I don't even care if it's an accident like you don't and then I think um one of our local news stations like did an article on him after he said that like back in 2010 and he didn't like apologize at all or like yeah. feel bad about what he said. And it was back then he didn't say anything. And then still he's not saying anything. And like, oh, my God, the city council members are just saying like Bill Miranda was like, oh, do you guys want like some like the right thing to happen? Or do you guys just want like a, your flesh of meat? And like, I was like, um, we don't like <laughs> what are you talking about? Bill? Well, that's we one way to put it. I know. I was like. <laughs> he's not this isn't like we just want to get back at someone from all the oppression that black people are getting we know we want him to leave because of what he said and we want to not replace it with jason gibbs i think that's his first name i know his last name is gibbs yeah um, jason gibbs his name yep yeah and we don't want to replace he's got it with an interesting him. story too yeah no i heard i've just like i haven't heard too much about him because i'm just like you know what i'm not even gonna i'm just gonna tell people his name don't go there just get one of the other candidates that are a lot a lot better suited for change in Santa Clarita so it's been pretty entertaining to see just him get like ripped a new one every city council meeting <laughs> and like he just sits there like sulking and I'm like well you've dug your own grave here bro it's <laughs> pretty amazing well did you uh by any chance did you happen to see or I guess before I ask that were you present for the uh it was the SB 54 city council meeting uh, two years ago. Uh, it, that was the city council meeting where uh, the ultimate decision was that the city of Santa Clarita decided to side with the Trump administration in suing the state of California over the sanctuary state law. Yeah, um, I didn't get to see that meeting, but my friend David actually works for one of the news outlets here. And um, he was, we talk about it every now and then. So I, I didn't actually, cause I was working and stuff, but um, right. cause back then I was a manager at Topper. So my life like revolved around working. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> All I had with my life. But um, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I just, and also they actually, this last meeting, they were talking about like, no, they kind of just like snuck this past everyone, but they said that they're going to get a, that Sacramento is going to be making Santa Clarita like, change make like housing or something around the mall area mm -hmm. and like they're giving them a grant to like five hundred thousand dollars to do it and i was like is it can we like is it gonna, and like bob keller's like i don't want sacramento telling me what to do because mm -hmm. i'm a proud racist and i do what i want <laughs> and then and so like everybody he was the only one that voted against it but um marsha was like yeah he always says that and then marsha <laughs> was like uh is this like do we have to do this are our hands tied and I think the city manager was like yeah we have to do it so she voted for it but I'm just I'm wondering I'm like can we use that money to make affordable housing I was like can yeah. we have that an option over there or like somewhere 
close to like the city and not in a shitty spot, but I don't know. Um, I think the city council, that's what I heard a lot of talk at the Bob Keller meeting because we had um, at the Bob Keller protest, sorry, we had um, the new city council members, the ones that are running for mm -hmm. the two seats, they were talking a lot about like affordable housing, um, you know, like uh, they're talking about a lot of stuff, but affordable housing is what I was like really happy about. I was like, cool. They know that we need a little bit better affordable housing here because mm -hmm. we have a housing crisis in Los Angeles. And like me being, I'm turning 26 next month. I'm going to school. I still live with my parents. I moved out of town for a little while, but then like I came back and like I'm going to school now. So mm -hmm. it's so hard to find anywhere you know being a full-time student and like a part-time employee yeah getting any apartment anywhere you know it's just like so hard to do so I just feel, I wish that you know people and like imagine just like having a family just like how yeah. do they afford living out here when they have to because like the school or their job or something like it just sucks so I just hope that like the new candidates try to do something like affordable housing or like something where um they have like an area of the city where it's like, you know, they actually put some money behind it, but it's still not like, I just don't know why we have to put so much money into parks. Like we have a jillion parks in the city oh, and yeah. the cops and the cops will kick you out as soon as the sun sets. So why are we putting all these, all this money into parks when like all of them are empty most of the time. And I know they just put money in like a, a park that's meant for, uh, kids with like disabilities which is great but i'm like mm -hmm. why wouldn't you just make add on to the parks that we have and make it accessible you know instead of building one gigantic i don't even know how big it is i honestly can't tell you but i think they're making that project happen but instead of building for one park in one specific part of town why don't they like make all the other parks exclusive so like one one family doesn't have to drive 30 minutes across town in traffic because mm -hmm. it takes forever to get anywhere in scv now because our light systems are stupid as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and instead of like driving 30 minutes across town to get to the park that your kid that's like is in a wheelchair that can't really play on anything else to this one park that they built, why don't they just make every park inclusive and put that money towards like making, you know, um, accessible um, or, like playgrounds or like things that they can do that they pretty much, they just like break up the park that you built and put it throughout all the other parks. I don't know why they didn't do that instead. But well, they're they're even uh, and and granted, I haven't uh, I haven't followed up on this, but at one point within the last few years, they were sitting on the city council was sitting on a ton of money that was meant to go uh, meant to go towards the homeless shelters out here. Mm -hmm. And at some point, the homeless shelters were like, "Hey, where's the money?" And yeah. the city like basically ghosted them. And it you know, going back to that city council meeting. Uh, it was long story short, it was probably one of the first uh, wake up calls that we're living in uh, Trump's America because mm -hmm. you definitely had a lot of people that and obviously with a lot of the recent protests and rioting, you always have a lot of reactionary people say, oh, well, these people are coming from out of town or, you know, to cause chaos. Mm -hmm. Well, at the city council meeting. Everybody who was backing both the city council and the White House were out of town people. And, and the left opposition, I can verify 100 percent they were local. 
And I know they were local because I had at least two or three high school reunions that night. <laughs> like, it was one of those things where I was like, hey, dude, I didn't know you were involved in politics. This is great. Yeah, and, that's crazy. And the whole thing was theater. You know, they the council had already made a decision. I already had I had somebody tell me, uh, you know, they've already made their decision, but they want to have this theater for the next eight hours. And that's exactly cool. what they got. I didn't get home until like two in the morning, I think. The, the Damn. thing ended at like one thirty. And the next night, uh, Bob Keller goes on Fox News to talk with Laura Ingram. So Laura Ingram can brag about how Northern L.A. County loves Trump. And yeah. it's kind of like the fact that you would do that to show off your victory by going on to, you know, your petty team's news channel, quote unquote. Yeah. Just to be like, you know, oh, look, liberal, liberal Los Angeles likes Trump, too. Like, get out of here with that. It, you know, yeah. it, it's it was so nauseating. Um, well, I guess to kind of uh, give our listeners kind of a better idea on who you are, I guess what. Uh, I, I take it you grew up, you grew up here in Santa Clarita, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I um, grew up, I went to Valencia High School, graduated 2012. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, a lot of people, myself especially, uh, and I say myself especially because I am my own person. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, uh, have you done any kind of reflection on, you know, everything going on right now and kind of reflecting back on, you know, sort of similar times going to school. So, like, for example, seeing, you know, bigotry and racism where you went to school and thinking, yeah. long, why is yeah. the school intervening? Yeah, there was actually, like, luckily, well, I was kind of, like, I wasn't a popular kid. I was definitely a weirdo. Like, they made, like, I was, because I was, like, really hyper when I was little and, like, mm-hmm. I don't really give a fuck. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, just does whatever she wants. And, like, you can say what you want, but I don't care. And so, um, you know, I either people either thought I was, like, really funny or they thought I was really annoying. There was, like, no in between with me. So, like, you either hated me or you liked me. So I kind of just, like, stayed away from, like, the quad area and, like, where the popular people hung out. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember, though, that they called at Valencia High School, they called, like, certain areas, like, Africa and like Asia and like White Town and like they called certain they like segregated the whole quad. I was like, I'm just gonna be by the gym. Fuck you guys. Like I don't know anything <laughs> that's happening over here. So I just like I kind of just stayed away from all that. But definitely, like I don't know. It was it, it was it was rough. It just like it's rough for anyone growing up in SCB if you're not like a cookie cutter, perfect little white person. Like I hate to be like kind of blunt about that, but like I was, I was white. So I never like experienced any like oppression or like discrimination because I'm white or any, or because of my color, my color, my skin. But I did get bullied a lot because like, I was like weird. Like I wasn't a normal little kid, like doing Mm like you know dressed in like a normal t-shirt and jeans like I wore weird shit sometimes too so like um I was just hyper all the time too and like ADD I just didn't pay attention in class so I wasn't like a good student either so that Mm -hmm. it was hard for me to fit in anywhere so I get when like people I'm seeing all these like shades of SCV and all the high schools on Instagram 
And yep. I just like my heart breaks for them because I understand, like, I don't understand fully because, like, I, it's not my race that they outed me with. It was just because I was a, a freak of nature that they outed me with. So mm-hmm. I understand what it feels to be like exiled from people or like made fun of for people or like people making, making like uncomfortable comments to you. So I totally get that part of it. But it's still mm-hmm. like some of the things that they tell me, I'm just like, oh my God, like I can't, like it sucked for me. I can't imagine what you went through like that must have really been a shitty experience so I just like mm-hmm. a heart breaks for all them I'm reaching out to some of them like hey I have a safe platform if you want to talk about it we're trying to make you know a difference here um whatever like whatever you're comfortable doing with we can keep you anonymous in the film if you or if mm-hmm. you want to like just stare at them face on and be like fuck you this is what happened to me something needs to change because that's kind of like the point of the doc that I'm making is is just to get, um, you know, these stories heard so that city council and like the school board and all the adults in SCV can't be like, oh, no one, like nothing is happening like this in Santa Clarita. It's a perfect little town. Yep. So like, that's going to be the purpose of this is pretty much to slap them in the face and be like, no, this is what your children and your, like the people that I grew up with, like what they've experienced too. So it's like, you've had generations now from because like the when were the kids that were graduating in 2020 when were they born like uh two, 2001 2001 2002 yeah something like that yeah so like you know i was in elementary school and like now they're graduated so it's just it's crazy to think like you have a few and like even my sister's generation you know which is five years before me each generation is getting you know the same thing over and over and over and over again, like the sexual mm-hmm. assault that I'm hearing that's happening. I'm like, yeah, I've, I knew girls that that happened to some shit. It luckily I didn't deal with any of that. Cause again, I was like a loser. So no one was like, nah, stay away. But uh, after high school, I, when I started partying more, like I started getting into the party scene a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I, I went through shit like that. So I understand like where they're coming th- from. So it's just crazy that every year, or every like every four years when the high school is like new people it's just insane that it's just happening like the football team is like passing around nudes like some teachers are saying racist shit and like Mm -hmm. I just can't believe that it's just happening over and over again and no one's saying anything so I just want it to stop and I just I know that people that experience things like some people are like oh this is really great I like I want to stand up for everything that's happened to me and I want to like tell them what I want change in because that's what it's going to be they're going to like talk about their story and like their experiences and what happened and then I'm going to ask them like what do you want for change like how many like I'll probably talk about like how many people do you know that this happened to the same thing or if you know anybody else that has experienced something like this and then Mm -hmm. you know then we can kind of like tell them like yeah her and her whole group of friends dealt with this shit and it's been happening since I was in high school. So I just, and then they'll tell like, they'll tell directly to the camera and look everybody in the face and be like, this is what we want for change. And like talk about how they want their city to be better. And it'll be their personal, like how, what they want. So hopefully it'll bring some attention, you know, hopefully city council can't just sweep this under the rug. Hopefully. I mean, it's, it's a tricky thing, especially with, uh, with SCV city council, you know, I mean, I know that, uh, 
our mayor has been sitting down with a few local groups talking about, mm-hmm. you know, requests for change. And while I think, you know, it, it's definitely good PR. However, you're arguably sending in the one person who's probably the most reasonable to talk to on the city council. And who, Smythe? Yeah, Cameron Smythe. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, because yeah. it, it, from what I've known from people who have had to interview him or sit down with him for some reason, whether it's, it's typically work purposes, but mm-hmm. people that I've known who've talked with him, you know, they like him, they think he's a nice guy, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the thing is that he's the nice guy. He, he's, he's, he's dad on the council. You know, he, he's basically when mommy says, no, you go to dad. Yeah. And that's kind of the way this is where it's like, no, we want granddad to resign. We don't want to talk with dad and have a logical discussion because, you know, as much as I want to think those logical discussions are going to, you know, better places, mm-hmm. are they being implemented? And I think, given that they've been so hard pressed about the fireworks and our big firework. Well, that got you know, canceled, right? And it, yeah, it did. L.A. County mm-hmm. just outright said it's canceled due to, uh, you know, the, the due to coronavirus. Yeah. And the city, of course, lashed back saying, you know, hey, this is last minute. Why didn't you tell us earlier? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, whatever. I don't think they would have liked any answer that L.A. County would have given them, given yeah. how much they detest it. Um, and I guess what uh, and before before we I get to asking more about the documentary, I, I suppose um, because a few how many weeks ago was it, Sebastian, that we had a uh, crystal Mike and Sean on the show? Was it like two or three uh, weeks ago? Uh, I want to say about let's see. I was in Colorado. I want to say about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, and all three of them. Uh, all three of them had gone to separate protests all around uh, SoCal. And mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, that whole episode was dedicated to the three of them storytelling. And yeah. I guess in your case, I guess, you know, when everything really kind of got started around, I think it was Memorial Day that George Floyd was killed. Um, you know, when you saw everything happening uh, all across the country, I guess, what was your initial response to the protests happening? Well, I remember seeing like protests happening. And then um, I remember there was this big protest here Saturday. That was the first protest that happened in Santa Clarita with multiple people. But that Friday, and that was a, that Saturday was the Saturday before the Thursday protest, that big, that one. And, And on Friday before Saturday, I just like was seeing this shit on TV and I was like, why why isn't anyone in scv protesting like we were everyone was so quick like 200 people 200 people plus were so quick to protest about getting a haircut like why isn't anyone protesting about someone dying when he's telling them i can't breathe and so i i made i you know it was early in the morning i was watching the news seeing some like what's happening and I just went to Walmart and I got a pack of poster board and I went to like Home Depot and I got the painting sticks and like mm-hmm. some Sharpies. And I just made like three posters and I put like one was like, why isn't two people, why aren't 200, why aren't 200 people protesting right now? Um, 
one was like all lives matter all lives can't matter until well, no i said i said in order for all lives to matter black lives need to matter and then mm. i said i had one more sign i can't remember what i put but i just went out by myself and just stood on the corner and just was like on valencia mcbean because i knew that's where all the protests always happen so i just stood on the corner and just had my three signs and was just hanging out you know i was like i'm not doing anything i'm not working i didn't have school that day so mm. i just decided to do it and then um my friend david came out because he works for the local news and he's like he i made a statement with him and i told him like i'm gonna be out here again next friday if anyone wants to join me and then that's when i like that night i texted my friend tori who i made the protest with that next friday and was like tori let's make this a big thing and then i also that night i heard about saturday's protest and i was like thank god like someone <laughs> is making like an actual protest because i was getting worried that we weren't going to do it. And then, um, so Saturday was a big protest and Sunday was a protest, I think. And mm -hmm. then, um, that third, and then everyone, and then the Thursday one blew up and then, um, Friday we organized and then it's just been going con and I've been to pretty much most of them. I've had like, I think last Sunday, I think like, yes, last Sunday I didn't go to it cause I had to, I had my finals this week. So I had like, I, I just was like, all right, Sunday, I'm cramming everything into that one day so I could do the other protest. So, um sometimes i miss the protests but that's because i that's my like i've procrastinated all my schoolwork <laughs> that day and i'm like okay i can miss one to do my schoolwork but um for the most part i try to make out make it out to every one of the mm -hmm. protests and like juneteenth i made sure i went out to that one um and you know i'm also talking to people there i'm like hey you know i'm trying to get people to come get because the more testimonials i have for this doc the more powerful i think it'll be Mm -hmm. Um, and if I get a lot of testimonials and I get enough, like for sexual assault, I get enough for, um, racism and like, you know, what it's like to be black in Santa Clarita. And if I get, um, enough, uh, on maybe the city council and like the past of Santa Clarita, I mm -hmm. can maybe make it like a doc series, you know, a docu-series depending on how much I get. Mm -hmm. So, um, which I'm not against. Cause I could, you know, I could get creative with what I can really hone in on one topic for each episode. Mm -hmm. But, um, if I, if I get just enough to make a full, uh, like a feature length doc, then that's what I'm, I'm probably going to plan on doing. And where did you kind of develop the idea or, or when did you sort of develop the idea for a documentary? It was actually the, not last city council meeting, but the one before that. Mm -hmm. I was just like listening to city council, just like be like, what? Not us. Like I just kept <laughs> hearing them like defend nothing. You know, Bob Keller's racist remarks. They just were defending it. And then I heard it was Marsha. Marsha drives me nuts, dude. I can't. And also um, uh, Lorraine, she was like talking about the 4th of July special parade thing or something. Like she talked 15 minutes about that. And I was like, no one cares. Like no one cares. No one. <laughs> no one's talking about this. No one cares. We're all going to be stuck at home for Fourth of July, so no one cares. Why are we talking about this? And then Marsha was like, "No one." It's like, what did she say? She was like, "No one thinks SCV is racist. How <laughs> dare you think we're racist? How dare you call our city racist?" She said something along those lines, and I just like my first thought was like, "I have." I know people that like live in Lancaster and Palmdale and they don't like us. They don't like coming to Santa Clarita. They don't like dealing with the people. Well, they don't mind like the place, 
They just don't mm. like the people in Santa Clarita. I've never seen such all. a greater density of white people than the desert that is Santa Clarita. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, because <laughs> it's like you're gonna say you're gonna say this and be represented by a conglomerate of people who look practically identical. Yeah, it's a cookie cutter. No. It's a cookie cutter place, and no one no one likes us. No one no one likes Santa Clarita. Everyone like everyone in Santa Clarita is trying to leave Santa Clarita. Like growing yeah, up. Yeah. They're like, I need to get out of SCV. And like, no one, no one cares about the politics. And the reason why, like, he was on for so long and is like about to retire for Bob Keller is that all the young, like my, I know everyone that I know that I'm friends with, they're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I never paid attention to anything that happens in SCV politics. And they're like, we just don't want, we just want to ignore it, not deal with it because we don't, we don't like, it's like a lost cause to them. Yeah. And we don't think we're going to change anything. And I was like, Dude, like Bob Keller got voted in. They all got voted in and we can make a change. We just have to shove it in their faces and down their throats until they're sick of hearing it because that's the only way it's going to change. And like that. And they're like starting to realize that now with all the protests that are happening. So I'm really like I really have like tip my hat to the like high schoolers and they just recently graduated or like the juniors and seniors of the high school right now because they're the ones that's like driving the force behind all this and. I like yeah. can't. I was like, dude, you guys are you, you when you guys grow up and you start running this country, that's when, you know, I, like corporations and, you know, asshole politicians better like watch themselves when like these people start growing up because they're going to really start like say, shaking some shit up in, in D.C. if any of them want to be politicians. But oh, no I question. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's the whole situation with the city council and you know, Santa Clarita at large, especially especially with the politics and pretty much lived out here a good chunk of my life. And if you ask my folks, you know, I mean, now they could probably tell you who at least one city council member is. Yeah. But even before, uh, you know, even when I was still in college, they, they didn't know who any of them were. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, you know, at least where I live, we can't even vote for the city council. Because I live in unincorporated L.A. County, therefore, even though I basically live off the city of Santa Clarita, I have no say in its local government except for the assembly and Congress. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I have to live with this. And basically the most I can do is encourage people who are SCV, well, specifically Santa Clarita residents to vote, you know, That's because weird. yeah. It, and, and on top of that, you know, I think, and, and I don't know if you've encountered this too. I know I've brought it up with, uh, with Sebastian before on the show. I know that something that a lot of the protesters have said is, you know, Oh, Bob Keller, you know, we need to make sure he doesn't win again, or we need to make sure he stays out of the city council. And, you know, that's the thing is that he's retiring. Mm-hmm. So it won't even be like he's on, he's not on the ballot, even though by proxy, if Jason Gibbs is on the ballot, then yes, Bob Keller is on the ballot. Yeah, just don't get Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and from what I've heard about Jason Gibbs, you know, he runs a uh, anti-Muslim. Page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you know, it, it's just kind of like the idea that the city doesn't think it has these problems. It just baffles me because I've a lot of the stories and especially, you know, I, I follow the um, 
and I guess I'll explain it to our listeners and Sebastian, because I know you mentioned the shades of all the different high schools, and I haven't, I haven't uh, debriefed uh, Sebastian on that. Um, basically, uh, you've got a whole bunch of, and I'm assuming it's local high schoolers that are behind them. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. give away anything. Well, there's some, yeah, and it's also like past high schoolers too. Okay. Um, but they're, they're basically working on these Instagram accounts where people can send in anonymous, uh, testimonials about any kind of discrimination they faced while at any of the local high schools. Yeah. And they've got one for my high school, which my sister also went to, but yeah, my sister pointed it out to me and, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe up Sebastian, I'll send the URL right now, uh, on Instagram, but it's, the testimonials are heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. you know, and I think seeing all of this and especially, you know, after going to West Ranch High School for four years and, you know, always kind of feeling like I was the last man standing in regards to, you know, standing up to any kind of misinformation, bigotry, yeah, discrimination of any kind. Like it, it, it was one of those things for me that became very... It was tedious, but I never stopped because at least back then, my my thought was I'm more than willing to burn bridges with a lot of these kids because they can't give up their reprehensible views on things. Yeah, and that's hard for people to do now. Yeah. Oh, I I came out as an atheist and people were looking at me like (laughs) like I was saying the N word every time I said atheist. (laughs) And I'm like, was it really that bad where you were? I mean, oh, yeah. was, I mean, Christ, yeah, I, I mean, here in Burbank, here in Burbank, you could pretty much identify with anything and everything. And you would at least have some facet of the high school that would um, that would accept you. I mean, typically it would be the art kids, but that was just kind of par for the course. Was it really that bad where you were? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I Holy mean, it was. God. Well, we also like, had. We also had when they were trying to pass that, um, you know, trying to make it so it's legal for gay people to marry in California back in like 2010 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a ton of, you know, no was to make it so they would marry and yes, so they couldn't marry. And there was a lot of people against it and like a lot of yeses on prop, whatever it was. And I like yeah. couldn't believe how many people like in their front lawns were saying like, yes, on prop this yes i'm prop this i was like what the hell like who cares like are you gonna see them no they're gonna live in their house and be married like who cares oh i had a girlfriend at the time who was uh she might have been president of west ranch's uh gay straight alliance i think Mm -hmm. and she couldn't believe how both the school and students were handling that proposition and it's yeah yeah oh no sebastian it was like the amount of monotonous, crazy stuff that I would hear, you know, like I was listening to people that would brag about anything from, you know, how effective of a leader Hitler was to, yeah. you know, uh, somebody somebody once said to me and they spat at my feet after they said this. They said, oh, Ryan, you're an atheist. That means you hate Catholics. And I was like. I, I literally gave them the textbook definition uh, of atheism because I was like, okay, Jesus. clearly you're about to graduate high school and yet you still need yeah. a dictionary. 
I mean, I mean, there, there was, I'll admit, I think, because you graduated high school in what, 2013? 13? Yeah, okay, so I, I graduated in 2016. Yeah. There was definitely a oh. bigger P, there, there was definitely a bigger PC shift when it came to identifying yourself with certain attributes. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I think it's just kind of gone par for the course of, oh, you're, you know, you're attempting to distinguish yourself, um, like, religiously, um, that's cringe kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. that's that's how it was in 2016 i didn't know you were actually getting like fucking bullied for it you know well like I, we would that's... just take we would just take pot shots because that was kind of how it was always depicted like oh mm-hmm. this is the fucking atheist reddit user in the back of the class espousing <laughs> richard dawkins quotes every five seconds uh. and it was like okay i guess that's kind of cool you know like mm-hmm. but we didn't think of it as you know, a, a, a strike on the person's overall character. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was bizarre. Yeah, I mean, West End was pretty bad. I heard a lot of horror stories from restaurant. Well, and, and something else as well that to this day bothers me is the whole hat rule at West Ranch. And I don't know if, if your high school had a similar rule where you couldn't, you couldn't wear hats. You couldn't wear hats unless oh, it was yeah. from the school. Well, yeah. I, I guess. No, we didn't have that. This. No, we didn't have that. So what did, I guess kind of to like um, go into detail about that. They did that. They enforced that to regulate the whole like gang affiliation. Now, <laughs> if you've ever stepped foot in fucking Burbank. Or is it racial not, profiling? You would not see a single gang member in the gated community that is Burbank. And I'm not saying this from a, <laughs> from a privileged point of view. I'm saying this realistically because mm-hmm. nearly nobody at my school would actually kind of stoop to that level. You know what I mean? And yeah. act that way. Right. Now, uh, yes, when it came down to like school affiliation, that was allowed. But ball caps, you, you know, you might you may as well have been wearing the... Uh, the fucking armband with the swastika on it. That's how, yeah. it, you know, where it was. Oh, oh, same thing with hoods too. I yeah. don't know what it was about hoods, but uh, mm-hmm. God, you just opened up Pandora's box. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was never that kid. Even though, even when I went through my quote-unquote douchebag phase, where I like would <laughs> sunglasses and <laughs> button-ups and you know, like pop the collar a little bit. You know, even then I would be like, eh. It'd be cool to wear a hat, but better not push it. God no. Yeah, oh, West Ranch yeah, is like own little cult. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, and and like for me, I, you know, I was growing up at uh, I can't remember if I did it in junior high, but I know in elementary school I'd wear a hat a lot. Um, so much so that I actually still have that hat, and I've been wearing it because uh, my hair has gone wild. Um, mm-hmm. but. It's grown a life of it. It's got a whole life of its own now. Um, got that COVID hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I I remember somebody I know on uh, the school newspaper at West Ranch, which was kind of where uh, it's not where I got my journalism start, but it, it was definitely a, a one of one of my first steps. Um, somebody that I knew and frequently quarreled with. Uh, 
thus everybody thought her and I should get married. That's another story. <laughs> um, like she wrote an op-ed basically saying why the hat rule was ridiculous. And apparently the vice principals like dragged her in and explained to her why they have that rule. And it's like, look, if I'm wearing a brand name, like a sports team or anyone that you, it could be the Dodgers or hell, it could be, you know, I I mentioned star Wars earlier. It could just be the star Wars logo. Like, Mm If I'm wearing the Star Wars logo, I'm not part. I'm not affiliated with any gang. Yeah, there's no oh, gang. Oh, yeah, no, because any, trust me, you're not affiliated with any gang if you rocked with the if you rocked the shit that my high school, uh, the people at my high school went to. If you're rocking shit from Hot Topic, you're not in a gang, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're that just, Disney. You're just going through a phase. <laughs> right now, okay. Yeah, I would see countless. Uh, it was the it was the snapback and like dyed hair combo, um, and you know I've it was just like oh if you're one of those people, <laughs> snapbacks. Yeah. Well, and then and then to boot, uh, right after I graduated, my sister started attending West Ranch, and she told me they got rid of that rule. So when 2015 and 2016 rolled around. And uh, a dang cheetah was running for president. There were apparently students wearing MAGA hats on campus. Really? Wow. And it's like, so you telling me, you know, because I I would always make a specific argument that I'm not going to repeat here. But, you know, if I wore a hat from a company whose founders were Jewish, that makes me part of a gang. But if I wear a hat that's affiliated with hate like mm-hmm. real visceral hate yep. and dividing Americans mm-hmm. that doesn't make me a gang member. Like get out of here with that, you know? And, and it, it bothered me. And it, you know, I know it's, it's kind of a material thing, but it still bothers me a bit because it's the context of it. Yeah. You know, well, come on, um, man. Senior, it's patriotic. It's like, and that's, the excuse, no, no, that's the excuse they would give. Right. We oh, of course. Ha- we didn't have, the uh the neocon neocucks at my school as much you know um yeah they're all they're all coming out of shadows there yeah it was more so like they held these conservative beliefs while in high school but because they were in high school and they had to see these people every day for the past four years they didn't have an outlet to express it um Mm -hmm. the people some people that i went to high school with have since taken to social media to express it and it's like okay i knew that you were at least moderately conservative to some degree but why are you out here trying to be fucking dan bilzerian why are you out here trying to sell me a bunch of shit uh whether it be life advice or um dietary habits or weightlifting um being like, oh, well, I'm I'm doing this for the from the ground up, her her bootlicker. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I get the drive, where you know after high school you genuinely want to start defining who you are as a person. Yeah, and think for can, yourself. Can you do it? Like, could they do it in a less inspired way? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Mancini, you and I kind of had this conversation regarding a few individuals that we know. I won't name names, obviously, but it's like, who, why should I listen to you? There's mm-hmm. thousands of other people doing this exact same thing, um, 
thinking that they have the best lifestyle because they wake up at a certain time, eat the right foods, and work out with the right equipment. Oh, and have the right mindset. Can't forget that. And it's like, it's like, dude, yeah, I get it. After high school, you are just kind of thrown into the Lazarus pit and you have to crawl through its digestive tract. I get it. (laughs) But you cannot... Doesn't the Lazarus pit just bring you back to life? Oh, not the Lazarus pit. I'm sorry. Um, a fucking Sarlacc pit. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are, we're, we're, we're on. Yeah, we're on. Thrown, we're on brand this episode with Star Wars. Uh, with a guest. Too. Yeah, you guys are really nerding out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, okay. you know, you're thrown into this pit and you're expected to traverse your way out while all the while establishing your identity and it's like dude you are the most uninspired individual i've ever seen and these are the people coming out of the woodwork of being like oh i was conservative the whole time it's like all right what you didn't have to be an asshole about it but yeah well i don't know sebastian if you had any uh questions for amanda um i know i know we've kind of painted a very grim picture of santa clarita for you but (laughs) um i just thought it was empty Okay, I just thought it was one big empty city. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be this bad. Well, it's just like no one's done anything to like stop change, like or start change. Like no one's done anything to stop what's happening. So it's just you've grown up in generations where they just think that this kind of behavior is okay, right. and like mm-hmm. they teach their kids that this kind of behavior is okay, and then you never have anyone trying to you know change the cycle and break you know break the cycle and change it for better like it's just crazy like i still can't believe that we have a city council like we have city council members it's been on the city council since like i was born mm-hmm. like i don't yeah. understand how that is legal right. and how that's okay i feel like they should be like you know it could i don't know i just think they should be voted out or and they like rotate the mayor like they rotate yeah. the mayor through mm-hmm. each other i'm like what how do we not vote for our mayor every time that's something that I've encountered a lot um, in my journalism career covering different cities. Um, I know the city of Beverly Hills is kind of the same way. Oh, we want to be like rich and powerful. It makes sense. <laughs> and, well, it's it's just bizarre because not every city council is created equally. You know, when I finally started understanding how L.A. city council works, I was like, hey, wait a minute. Why doesn't Herb Wesson get to be mayor oh wait a minute and you go through this deep dark hole of logistics as to why you know garcetti's above the city council and not present with the city council when they hold their meetings to the public um yeah it's 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 really bizarre and you know i i guess i've i've despite all of the upset and frustration that i've had whether it's you know, reading the testimonials um, from students and, you know, my heart breaks because, you know, it, it, in, it not not to sound like grandpa, but in my day, it felt like mm-hmm. there were very few people speaking up or speaking out. Oh, yeah, out. no one, no one talks like no, nothing happened. Like you also have to think about the culture. That's like what they grow up with. There's a lot more like um, like LGBTQ friendly like shows, like TVs like that. There's a lot of. Mm-hmm you know, Instagram and like a lot of people that are like, have different sexual orientations. So like, oh, now it's a little bit easier for people to start being accepted. And I think the LGBTQ community has gotten so big in Santa Clarita, because um, it's now pop culture has kind of accepted it a lot better. But back, 
you know, back mm-hmm. when I was growing up, there definitely wasn't a lot on TV about that stuff. So yeah. I feel like now they're growing up a little bit more accepting, but then you also still have like the conservative kids that grew up with parents that are set in their ways. So like, they're not going to let, they're not going to let yeah. them come out, come out, you know? Yeah. The, 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 uh, like I said earlier, like the neocon conservative identity is like, dude, yeah. it's not it's not even like you're taking it away from your parents at this point. It's like you're taking right. it and you're amplifying it to such a uh, asinine direction. Where it's and they like, don't have any facts behind it. Either. And they don't have any saying, facts. It's they're just like, saying what's trending. I can understand. I can even understand playing devil's advocate for a second here. If you want to look at conspiracy theories for the humor of it, being like, okay, this is fake, obviously fake, and this is the shit that people come up with. Okay, few laughs here and there, but it's like, why are people taking this? Why is it so kitsch to such a point that they're taking this and believing it to be true just because? Oh well, it's one of the most popular forums ever to grace the internet, and yeah. it's like. Dude, really? You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying that the news is biased because of course it is, but it's like why wouldn't you look at several sources, most of which don't even align with one's opinions to establish a middle ground for yourself? It's not that hard. And it's like why don't you just also testify with people that you know? Like there exactly. you don't have to like you don't have to go down to LA to know that there's, you know, police brutality. There's shit happening here in Santa Clarita. All you got to right. do is listen to your fellow person neighbor community person like it's not that hard to just listen to someone that's has experience like that's hard facts right there like that's your witness that's your person that dealt with it just listen to what they have to say exactly yeah well i I guess on on that very topic you know because i think that's something that um to some degree sebastian and i i mean we we've you know we've been around the bush we've unfortunately know how this country works i guess to kind of get your take on it with santa clarita having the history that it has and having the community that you know there there's a small group of people that love the city council and roots for them every time there's a large group of people in santa clarita that have a good feeling in regards to law enforcement like well, you're also, you know, we, I think you know, we're all, we're a cop city too. Like all yeah. of LAPD, all of anyone, they live in Simi Valley and Santa Clarita. Correct. That's yep. where all of the LAPD officers, it's like the cop family neighborhood. It's pretty much what Santa Clarita is. And it's on top of that, you know, I, I think when it comes down to, you know, I mean, cause I, I think while the, I, I advocate the protests, I've been in the protests. I'm so thankful that, this is happening, especially now, you know, I think it's just the hope that something will change and something will move forward. Um, obviously we got November coming up and obviously down ballot votes count just as much as the top of the ballot. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think that with new candidates or hell, even before the election, you know, do you see, do you think gradual changes will begin at least coming out of the city council over the next few months or I mean, what's the, take on that? The city council better be like, I hope they're all like pissing themselves in their chairs. Like they all should know that everyone's very angry and we're very upset about what's happening. And the fact that they haven't taken an anti-racist stand 
against anything until like like they, they posted a, a like a statement like they haven't mm-hmm. come out and like talked with anybody and actively taken an anti-racist stand like the fact that they're doing that and the fact that now the young generate like the younger generations the ones that are able to vote now are kind of waking up and snapping out of it and like paying attention to what's actually happening so i like they all better be scared because i'm not going to stop until like we should i think we need to reform honestly a little bit of our local government and try to get it better like we need to rotate out the city council members and the ones that have been on there since i like forever mm-hmm. they need to be they need to be out like it's they're too behind what's happening like last year was the first year that we had an lgbtq plus like acceptance month like last yeah. year is when it happened like that's too long for that to be happening so i just think that we need they need honestly we just need to change everything that's going on in there and everyone that has to kind of come together on this and demand what we want. And I think we just need to get a better city council altogether. And even this year, you know, they were praising, uh, celebrating Juneteenth. And as far as I can tell, this was probably the first time that the city of Santa Clarita has ever acknowledged Juneteenth. Yeah. They didn't even really acknowledge it. Bill was like, we made it. And I was like, I don't remember seeing you there. No one remembers seeing you there, but you could. And if you're just lurking in the, like, if you're going to lurk in the corner about it, like, why are you a city council member? Like, you yeah. should be up front proudly saying, like, hey, I'm your city council member. I'm proud to be here. What can I do to help? What can I listen to? What do you guys have to say? Like, is mm-hmm. Santa Clarita treating your businesses correctly? Like, you know, just, there's all kinds of things you could be doing as a city council member. And, like, and, like, we have so, and, like, I remember I was listening to, uh the LA County Sheriff meeting they had a little while ago mm-hmm. and it had I think the chief of LA the whole LA City Council and then the chief of I mean LA um sheriff sorry and then the chief of um Santa Clarita and they're answering right. questions and I and they and and during it they said that they had this hotline number where you can call and complain about a deputy and like they had this whole task force to investigate it and I was yeah. like, my whole 25 years of living, I've never heard or seen this number be broadcast and like educated to its people that this is there for their protection against wrong officers. Never mm-hmm. ever heard that. And so I, I questioned in and I was like, why haven't you guys been like city council? I mean, Santa Clarita has a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram. This SCB Sheriff's has a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram. And then there's also the LA County Sheriff's office and like, well, it's on the LA County Sheriff's office. I'm like, you know how hard it is to get like navigate through that stupid website that was probably like made when and the internet was born. Like it's the oh, shittiest I, I, website to navigate through. I, I and, had to go on that website for work and it was not easy trying no. to find events. <laughs> anything, to do anything. It's so di- like, you feel like you're old. Like you feel like you're a grandmother and you're like, I have lost touch with technology. That's how shitty it is. And mm-hmm. so, but they have all these other platforms where they can instantly get information into people's hands within a millisecond. And yeah. they choose not to put like, all they had to do is make an announcement like once a fucking month and be like, hey, if you've received any injustices from our department, call this number. Let us, you know, cause like that's such a big social issue that's going on right now. Why won't you get a- ahead of that and be like, hey, 
we've been like, there's a lot of police brutality. We don't want to be like, as the LA Sheriff's County, we don't want to be associated with that. Here's our number to make sure that we're not doing anything wrong. You know, like we are, we're here to have your, you listen to you. Like we can set up meetings. Like, I don't understand why none of them are handling any of that. And not, and I asked them, I was like, why don't you guys post about it? And like, well, it's on the website and here's the number. And that's all they, and yeah. then they like shut me up. And, I, and they like it's said this other bullshit. Passive that, like, aggressive long thing. Yeah. Or it's just like, oh, don't worry. We have this number that's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't get it. I was just like, I was, I was so dumbfounded when they kind of like, he kind of was talking about this like bullshit story. Like the commander just like talked and talked and talked. And I had a mm -hmm. response to say something like, cause I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why don't we just do it this way? And like, they, they didn't let me talk again. And they just went to the next person. I was like, wow, this is really, really informative and really a two-way street. It's definitely not one way. It's difficult. It's tricky. And there's so much change that needs to be – just needs to happen for this country to heal. And, you know, I, I think – I genuinely believe this documentary is going to be an eye-opener. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely hope – that people listen to it, that people notice how powerful it's going to be. And, you know, I, I think kind of since we're, we're going to be wrapping up in just a few minutes, uh, you know, and, and not to play devil's advocate, but I guess what, what do you think could happen if the city sees the video and just moves on or does nothing? Do you think you'll do I'm, more of a series I, then or? It depends on how, what, if I make it a film or if I make it a series, it, it'll depend on how I do it. If I do end up making a film about it, and city council doesn't like chooses to ignore it, I will be putting it in film festivals and putting it out like into the world. Like it'll be if someone, someone um, uh, messaged me. She's like, is all the proceeds to the film going to charity? I was like, um, this is like student film status where it's going to be made for free. People are volunteering their time. We're going to like, I might have to pay for it to get it out into the world. So like, if anything, I would be willing to put a little bit of money behind it and like get it. If SCV does not take the testimonials of its own citizens correctly, I will be trying, I will be pushing oh so hard. Like they will make me en public enemy number one. And I will be pushing that prod, like that movie everywhere where everyone can see it. And like, mm -hmm. I'm like, just so everyone knows what Santa Clarita is like. And then it becomes a bigger issue you know like i'll make it so they can't ignore it it's pretty much what i'll do if they choose to ignore it ignorance isn't bliss and you know the idea that anybody is going to ignore any testimonial from young people in this town it's 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 it would be shameful because you know it, when you already like when city council members already say things like you know oh there's no racism here or it's not yeah. a racist city and they've been ignorant that, this whole time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like, well, clearly you're not uh, getting forwarded all those messages from people that are complaining about dealing with some kind of discrimination within their community. You know, and I think given that the schools are letting so much happen. Yeah. It, you know, I just couldn't believe I, that, like, they've gone to, like, administration and administration hasn't done anything like that yeah. was so shocking. It, it's just. And this kind of iron fist mentality where no matter how right you are or, you know, how much of a common sense person you are, the fact that they can still dictate that you're wrong on anything from a rule about hats to, 
you know, God knows whatever other topic, it's, yeah. it's, it's just laughable. And I, you know, I, I'm so thankful that I got to see you last week and I'm genuinely thankful for this documentary. It's decades overdue, but you know what? Better sooner than never. And I'm, I'm so thrilled and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be following up on the documentary and awesome. especially yeah, I'll let you guys know on. once it's like once we start filming and like it's that I've edited it together once I plan on like I'm gonna try to see if I can get like like a permit or some shit at like the park and get just like a sheet and my projector and just like mm-hmm. play it one night or like a few nights on weekends for like people to come see it you know for free kind of a thing you know I'm gonna try yeah, to get that happening if I can and then like I said if they don't listen I'm just gonna do whatever I can to like shove it in their face. Now, since some of our listener base uh, is in Santa Clarita, um, if by any means they want to reach out to you and, you know, either give you their testimonial or, you know, reach out for support or say, I want to help out or edit this or whatever it may be, I guess, where, uh, where can people reach out to you? Um, you can just do any of my social media, which is Pippi Sinks, and that's P-I-P-P-I-S-I-N-K-S. That's any social media you can find me on. And then um, I do have a Facebook, just Amanda Sinks. And then I do have um, an email, which is filmqueenproductions at gmail.com. I also, on my social media, will be putting a flyer up, and I can also send that to you guys if you wanted to have that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, we're, you know, we're we're all for helping out and, you know, giving artists a bigger platform where they can, yeah. you know, reach people and, and, you know, work with other artists even. We've had on another local activist who she's got her own background in the arts. Um, she's been at several of the protests. Cool. If I can get the two of you to meet, that would rock um, yeah. because she's like. I'll put it this way. She's one of the, the like last OG protesters, young protesters of Santa Clarita who's still here. Oh, um, wow. Amanda, thank you so, so much. Uh, I know this was kind of a, a quick go around in terms of getting you on the show and then. No, worries, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. You know, having our, our setup tonight, but, you know, this whole process just sounds fascinating and. You know, it fills my heart with joy, you know, the fact that you're doing this. And, you know, I, I just want to say thank you so much for for having this idea. Um, yeah, no, thank you, know. you guys for, for uh, letting me on. And then this is just really a platform. It's just, this is for everyone that's been, you know, mistreated, mis, misjudged, mis, like oppressed, harassed, all of that, just assaulted. This is for them. This is going to be their, you know, their platform, their moment. So that's all mm. for them. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Sebastian, I don't know if you have any last minute questions or anything you want to throw in before we wrap up. I'm just more blown away, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's predominantly the reason why I uh, stayed quiet throughout the majority of it. I just couldn't help but become more and more engrossed in the topic. But, um, you know. One uh, day I'll drive you through Santa Clarita and yeah, what's, well, what's to see? You know, the, the mountains are pretty. That's about it. There's yeah. another fire, by the way. I've had two uh, fires in, in 24 hours. So my. Yep. Uh, and one of them was literally like right next to me. So it was wonderful 
uh, not to mention a community uh, service project almost that I made almost burnt down yesterday. So uh, yeah. that was fun. Um, thankfully, it didn't. So otherwise, I genuinely would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a been bad day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, before we close things up, Sebastian, where can the good people find you? All right, the laundry list. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm being serious here when I say that because you could find me on a plethora of platforms, and I just had an energy drink, so I am ready to go. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you could find me, uh, well, social media, getting that out of the way. You could find me on both Twitter and Instagram under the handles of Dr. Sebi. Uh, Twitter is going to have an underscore in there. Uh, that is dr underscore s-e-b-b-y instagram is all one word dr s-e-b-b-y you can also find me on youtube as well as anchor under the handle of shugsy Storytime, as well as sea bass uh, like the fish uh, there i post daily narrations as well uh, when it comes to uh, my profession you can as well shoot me an email at Sebastian Shug Publishing. Uh, you could just find that on Google as well. Feel free to shoot me an email or send me a text. All my information is on there. If you happen to have a book in need of publishing, feel free to do that. Other than that, um, that's about it. Actually, it, the list seems to be shrinking by the day now that I think about it, but it's probably just because I'm talking fast while I say it. Yeah. Uh, so, about it yeah just look for me online sebastian shug uh sebastian shug publishing better business bureau approved or accredited however you say <laughs> work in the good people <laughs> work in the good people find <laughs> you as well so uh when i'm not dwelling on whether or not to just totally stay off social media uh even though our show needs social media uh you can find <laughs> me on twitter at mancini ra and on Instagram, you can find me at Mancini Ryan. Uh, yeah, it's and and if anything too, you know, for listeners out there, uh, and obviously there's a lot of them, um, but try and check out some of the shades of, uh, you know, insert high school initials here. Uh, there's also a shades of SCB. Oh, okay, interesting. Oh, I got to check that out now. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, check those out. You know, the stories are going to break your heart, but just know that people are coming out and saying these things and it's stuff that does need to be said. You know, it's getting something off your chest. It's getting something out that you have it buried and, you know, you just need somebody to hear you out. And yeah. And, like, one thing that sucks about it is that people are saying that, like, you don't know if this is real, like, because it's anonymous. So I can't wait to have, like, my film where you can see someone and, like, you're like, well, no, you know, that person's real because they're right there telling it. Exactly. It's because I I, I saw one very – there was one testimonial that that hit really hard for me, and I'm I'm forgetting the exact logistics behind it, but – Somebody did comment that, you know, oh, probably you were assuming this and you were offended by that. And it's just like, really? You know, like, would you do that to, you know, somebody that just lost their home? You're going to make a bunch of fire jokes in front of them? You know, like, are you really going to say that stuff in front of them if they're saying, like, 
I just, I can't believe some of the people that are like arguing with them. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, and and trust me, we had somebody who, uh, you know, basically said the same thing about our last Instagram post, which showed a headless statue of Christopher Columbus. Uh, and I just deleted the comment because it's like, well, you're having fun, uh, Mr. Chaos, but so are we. <laughs> We're getting rid of anti, uh, you know anti-humanity statues you know so yeah like if anyone wants those things to be up you can leave (laughs) i'll leave it at this if we could just replace everything with a paddington statue (laughs) i'd be okay now now you're thinking i'd be totally okay with it you know and and i'll I'll, you know i and i'll make this the last point which is uh somebody i'm close to said they should just get rid of statues in general and to be on brand, uh, I on brand for the show, of course. I told this person there's only one statue that I will defend, and that is the uh, the Yoda statue at Skywalker Ranch. Which, by yeah, the way, somebody <laughs> somebody actually uh, went to that statue. It's it's part of a fountain, and they actually wrote in green chalk underneath it, "Black Lives Matter." And yeah, but they wrote it in like Yoda language, right? They did, yeah, yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, Lucasfilm then shared that photo. Yeah, I think I remember saying that. They were like, "Yeah, we're okay with this. Matter, Black Lives do." That's the line. Yeah, that was it. Yep. Great photo. Um. Anyway, well, once again, Amanda, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, thank we're you. Definitely going to be following what you're working on and having you back in the future and you know yeah, i'd love to be back are, whenever oh yeah since we're a you know meant to be kind of a, a conglomerate of different artists that they all have their own kind of unique artwork that reflects back uh our society you know we have a special phrase that we always give our guests or we always say to our guests when we wrap up which is uh amanda welcome to mars all right like it you've been listening to mars on life please make sure that you find us over on social media at mars on life show on both twitter and on instagram and on top of that you can find this show on anchor spotify and apple podcasts our artwork is done by zachary Erbrick, and our intro music is space explorers by kevin mcleod I've been Ryan Mancini. My co-host, as always, is Sebastian Shug. And just remember, if you keep on going, you'll make it to Mars.